Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. My name is Natalie Gifford, and I'm here to help you lean into your most authentic self. If you are looking to explore the hard things, navigate through your healing, and be empowered by knowing you're not alone, you've found the right place. I'm here to walk through your healing and hard stuff with you, to encourage you to grow and expand outside your self-imposed limitations, and to realize that you are worth your very best. I want this podcast to be a safe place to explore our most precious relationship, the one we have with ourselves. In doing so, allowing our outside connections to be strengthened and freeing ourselves to live our best lives. Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, Fiercely Authentic people. This is Natalie, your host, and this is Fiercely Authentic. How are you doing today? I hope everything is great. I want to talk to you briefly on something that is still kind of like a hot topic, still still kind of a controversial subject, especially if you bring it up in a professional workplace setting like I try to do all the time and generally end up in an argument with a couple of my uh, male counterparts or male coworkers. Um, before I even get started into it, I want to explain that I this is not an intend intended to or excuse me this is not intended to be a bash against men. Um, men, you are valued. You are valuable creatures. Uh, you 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 know Jesus died for you just like he died for me, and you play a very important role in the kingdom of God and play a very important role in our country and our world as it is today. In fact, there are so many things that rest on your shoulders just because you are a man um, that are probably not fair either, and you should speak up about that, but you know, you have your own stereotypes and everything that you have to deal with and you have to push through. So this is not a bash. This is really just an explanation of the difference. Um, I am a Christian and I believe that the whole word of God is truth. Even the parts that about women that make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. But if you break it down to the base language, it translates a little different than how it's taught in most cases. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I am a feminist, but I'm not the feminist where all men should die. I am the feminist that I believe that even though I have uh, female genitalia, I can do anything a man can do. I am just as capable of performing job duties as uh, my male counterparts. I am just as valuable uh, to this world as male counterparts. I am... Uh, if, if I decide to stay home with kids, I, I am empowered to do so, do so. If my husband decides to stay home with the children or kid right now with kids, then he is just as empowered to do so as I am. Um, I, I'm the feminist that believes that just because you, you know, there are men in the world and then there are women that there, there shouldn't there shouldn't be a decision made on uh, based about me just because I'm a woman. I I empower women. I if if you know if you, just whatever you put your mind to, you can do it whether you are a man or a woman. So, diving in, 
Um, if I have any male listeners, I encourage you to listen, even though some of this might make you feel uncomfortable. Um, my female listeners, please pass this along to uh, anybody that is of the male persuasion that you feel needs to hear this. Women have it harder, even in America today, even though it's 2019, than men. Let me restate that. Even though we do have rights that most other countries don't have, women still face a lot more challenges in today's world than men will ever face. Ever face. And this is what the, that, the point of this podcast is to kind of break down and bring to light. First, let me start with um, something pretty well known. Uh, even though there was an Equal Pay Act that was passed, still to this day, according to a, a, a blog by Business Insider that was just posted on April 2nd of 2019, to this day, women make 80 cents to a man's dollar. We, we literally get paid 20% less than men just because we are women. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm just as qualified. It doesn't matter if I have the same amount of certifications. It doesn't matter if I have the same amount of education, same amount of experience, doing the same exact job. I will get paid less than a male counterpart. That's not fair. In the same thought process, which is probably the main reason that the, the pay gap happens, is because now... I work at a, a job where I am valued beyond measure and I've never experienced this. So this is not a knock against my current employment, but I have worked in other places where if I had decided to have kids or, or I said decided, Oh my God, I need to calm down. Since when, since I was blessed by the miracle of having a child, even though I wasn't supposed to be able to, I would have been shunned. I would have been treated different. I My life would have been made harder. Um, my job would have been on the line, even though there is the FMLA Act, um, Family Medical Leave Act. Uh, they would have found a way to let me go because I decided to have a child because I had, you know, I, I, I would miss that time for having a child. And then subsequently statistically speaking it's generally the women that go to the you know take the kids to the doctor appointments and miss work when the kids are sick and all that you know that goes with having children um because of that I would have been looked at and treated differently on the flip side men are expected to just keep working you know America doesn't even offer paternity leave which is not fair fathers should have the same amount of time with their children as mothers so you know but because I'm a woman and I might have a kid, they are going to pay me different. Is generally what it boils down to. And then on top of that, we have to pay out of pocket for more necessities than most men do. If you walk into a Walmart or a Target and you go to the razors aisle and you pick up a pack of the um, disposable razors... And they normally come in orange, blue, or pink. You pick up a pack of the blue ones. And you uh, pick up a pack of the pink ones. Same amount. Same amount of blades. Same, um, you know, uh, 
whatever the little conditioner that they put on the razors to help keep you know help moisturize your skin while you're shaving same everything except one's blue one's pink 90% of the time the pink's going to be more expensive just because it's pink just because it's designed for a woman and we statistically shave more than men or go through more razors than men do because we statistically speaking shave more parts of our body like our legs everybody mind out of the gutter um compared to a man shaving his face so not only do we pay more but we're going to end up using more razors <laughs> i mean there that's so prevalent it's even referred to in a joking manner as the pink tax that just because it's designed for a woman even though it's the same exact thing that a man uses i'm going to pay more well I just buy the men's version. But still, the fact that that even exists is stupid. And feminine hygiene products. I don't have a choice but to have a period. <laughs> My body was designed to do that. It is a normal bodily function. And because I have a normal bodily function, I have to purchase more products that are taxed out of the wazoo and, and are expensive beyond measure than a man will ever think about. Um, birth control is finally, you know, I say finally, but has been uh, included in insurance plans and, and under the, the Health Care Act. But t- pads and tampons and menstrual cups that are also necessities aren't. We still have to pay for those. So not only am I getting paid less than a man, I have to shell out more money than a man just to take care of myself. How fair is that? Now, let's get to the more serious things. Good men, which I'm going to assume that's the general population that may listen to my podcast here. Good men think... Do not do not have a second thought when their their male buddies are leaving for the evening to walk them to their car. No. Generally it's like, bye dude, have a good night, be careful, and they go on their merry way. But that same good man, if they have a female friend or, you know, partner or whatever, they're gonna feel inclined to walk them to their car. Why is that? Because, statistically speaking, a woman is more likely to be sexually assaulted and raped as she's walking to her car at night than a man. How fair is that? When I leave, like, if I'm walking out of Walmart and it's in the evening time. In fact, I generally try not to go shopping in the evening times because generally I have my kid with me. And I'm scared to walk through the parking lot alone with my child because generally I would prepare myself to uh, protect myself just to walk from the store to my vehicle. Because I'm afraid of being assaulted. Because that is a real fear. That is something real that we have to face and deal with in our lives. So, and you know, and and speaking towards that, rape culture is very real. And that's what perpetuates these thoughts and these uh, feeling the necessity to prepare ourselves when we're walking alone at night or whatever is the rape culture that we live in and the rape culture actually starts when our children are kids I have a son I uh, gave birth to a beautiful baby boy 
And one of the things that I will not allow anybody to teach him is that stupid phrase, boys will be boys. No. No. Or that because he likes a girl, he should hit her. No. I mean, women, you, I mean, I'm sure you remember being told that when you were a kid. Oh, he's just hitting you and picking on you because he likes you. So you're essentially teaching these little girls that love should hurt. And you're teaching these little boys that their expression of love should include pain. No, that is not going to happen. If I hear it, it will be corrected. If I hear of it, it will be corrected by, from, from me to that other adult or whomever decides to say it. Um, my child, I pray, will learn how to express himself emotionally. He will not be told to suck it up. You're a man. Men don't cry. Men do cry. God gave men tear ducts and, and all that jazz in their faces just like they gave, just like he gave women. Men do cry. Men are allowed to be emotional creatures. And my son is not going to be taught to stuff those emotions down deep and not learn how to process them and express them in a healthy fashion to where he grows up and he's an angry man who likes to beat on women because that's what love is no that's not that's not what's going to happen in my house if there's one thing that I get right it's going to be that my child is going to learn uh, it took me 32 years to learn how to properly process my emotions because I grew up in a, in a, in a torrential environment because of that I will invest in absolutely anything and everything I can to make sure that Paxton knows how to process through his emotions and, and accept them and not suppress them. But that, in my opinion, that mindset of what we do to our little boys is the main reason rape culture exists. They're not allowed to process through their emotions. They're not allowed to um, cry or express anything but anger and joy. And they're not taught how to properly express themselves. So we're left with this generation of angry little boys that grows up, grew, grow up into angry men who marry, you know, women, hopefully, if, if, especially if they're Christian. Um, but anyways, you know, get in relationships with other people and don't know how to handle conflict, don't know how to handle other people's emotions, let alone their own. And they're taught at a young age that love is pain. And then as they grow up, especially if they're little white boys, they're given this sense of entitlement that they should just get it because they're here boom, there's rape culture. This girl just told me no. Um, but I was raised that love should hurt. So even though she's screaming and telling me no, I'm still going to take what I want because I deserve it because I'm here. Okay. I mean, the fact that, you know, more little boys, which I'm picking on little boys right now because statistically speaking, rapists are men. The fact that not every little boy that comes up nowadays is not in some form or fashion a, an abuser is a miracle straight from God. And I'm very thankful for those parents and those individuals that may not have been raised properly but still act right. And the victims from that 
not just the little boy that was done wrong and now turned into this man who does others wrong, which, you know, I'm not pinning all the blame on the parents, but that's where it starts. Adults are responsible for their own actions, but it starts generally in childhood. But the victims of that are us women. Us women have to prepare ourselves to um, take self-defense classes. So when we get assaulted, we can protect ourselves. It's not even an if, it's a when. So, you know, just all of that. And I know it's, I'm, I'm very passionate about this because men just don't get it. And I'm thankful in a, in a sense that you don't get it because you don't have to deal with this. But I need you to open your, open your minds and open your hearts a little bit to see that even though it's 2019 in America, uh, you know, it's, women have it harder. Professionally, physically, mentally, emotionally, and just in a normal day-to-day life, we have it harder. So... To close this uh, off, listening to all that and all those statistics and how life is just hard for the general women population, girls, let's stop picking on each other. Let's build each other up. We have enough that is designed to knock us down that we don't need to be doing it to each other. I'm not in a competition with any of you other females. I am in competition against who I was yesterday, and that's it. There are more than enough seats at this table, and I invite every woman in my life to, to, to pull, a, pull up a chair. I want all of you to be successful. Your success does not threaten mine. In fact, the more of us that are successful, the more success can be shared for us women. So stop comparing yourself to others. Do your own very best and build your sisters up. Because on top of everything that I just talked about, the grown women that bully each other online, in the workplace, through gossip, and, you know, all that is just astounding. We are grown. And we need to teach our little girls to stop living our lives based on what other people think. And that talking about that girl who's different over there in the corner instead of going and sitting with her and offering her friendship is wrong so let's be the example build your sisters up ladies have your sisters back (laughs) she's facing just as much as you are if not more so you don't know kindness and love is the only thing that's going to change this world and fix it and perseverance So I'm going to get off my high horse now before I go off on another tirade. I really appreciate you listening to this. And if you find any value in this podcast at all, I encourage you and and ask that you support me in some fashion. Whether you you share this episode with all your friends or you go to the Anchor uh, website and find my profile and, and support me financially. Whatever you decide to do, shares, likes, subscriptions, all of that helps. And I greatly appreciate it. And I hope that you just have a fantastic rest of your day and that you remember you are worth your very best.